This is the Todd and Friends Podcast. I don't like to waffle on predictions. That doesn't mean I always hope I'm right. Oh, what's he going to do? <laughs> oh, come on. I'm with you. So, thank you. Yeah, I'm with you. Todd, I knew we'd agree on something here. <laughs> From the KWLM Sports Studio. With thanks to Heritage Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Here's Todd Bergaff. Thanks for joining us once again for the Todd and Friends Podcast on these Thursdays. The voice of the Golden Gophers, Mike Grimm, uh, joins us this morning. And uh, Grimmer, well... Uh, unfortunately, the, the end is near. It already has happened for the Gopher women's basketball team. Uh, the men aren't going to the postseason except for the Big Ten tournament. If they can uh, do something there, any win would be a big one for them. Um, how do you assess the season? I know it's kind of unfair to ask you a little bit about that because you're the play-by-play guy for the Gophers, but uh, it, it seems as though their expectations are maybe a little more than what happened. Yeah, I don't. I don't think there's any doubt about that. If you'd ask me, you know, on November, I don't know, the first game was like November seventh or something. If you'd ask me on that day, or if you, I, I, let me put it this way, if you'd have said, "Hey, the Gophers are going to be one and sixteen in Big Ten play through seventeen games," I would have giggled a little bit, like, "Well, you know, they're not going to win the Big Ten, but they're not going to be one win." And unfortunately, that's that's where it is. I thought this team would be better. They they have. Ha- had a conglomeration of different things. I, I, I think there's reasons why it has been disappointing and why they're on a 12-game losing streak. Um, and I know fans don't want to hear it. And, uh, you know, it is a disappointing year. They, I, I think I underestimated the importance of, of uh, experience in this league. This is a veteran league with old guys. I was just talking with some people this morning. It's pretty remarkable. Uh, um, you know, the, uh, we, 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 the, the John Morant stuff's in the news, right? He's, he's in the news for some bad news stuff, apparently. And we look, I, I looked him up cause I couldn't, you know, I knew it was, I said, man, you know, that guy, uh, went to Murray state and then, you know, has been an incredible player. How did that happen? And I looked and he's 23 and he's been in the league for like four years and yeah. like, like, like the, um, you know, Anthony Edwards is 21 uh, you know, Zion Williamson is still only 22 and you go around the big 10 and there are guys all over the big 10 that are 24 and 25 years old. The starting center for Nebraska, for example, Derek Walker, he's going to be an all big 10 player, probably a second team or third team, all big 10 player. He's 25 years old. I mean, he's, he's four years older than Anthony Edwards. And, and now you're, he's going up against 18 year old Joshua Ola Joseph, right? So I think at the start of the year, I underestimated how, big that's got that was um and then i also wasn't sure about the transfers dawson garcia missed five games that certainly didn't help now would they have won one or two in that stretch who knows they had indiana they played them very close without him uh at the barn and they had a couple of other you know at michigan he missed the, most of that second half um which was the start of the of him being out uh, jameson battle never really seemed to get um untracked the way he did last year he had you know, 31 at Illinois, but for whatever reason, they just haven't been able to put it together. The guard play's not been great, and consequently, here they sit. So, yeah, I would, I, I don't think it's, uh, you know, voice of the Gophers or not. I, I certainly would not say that uh, this this season met expectations, and and they're going to have to make a big leap because there's there's no question right now. There's a gap uh, between where they are and where they just like to climb to, let alone, you know, eventually hoping to become a, you know, a contender to to maybe win the thing at some time in terms of the Big Ten championship. But there's a gap now just between where they're at and trying to fight their way into, you know, being, you know, a mid-pack team right now. So these freshmen took their lumps. Hopefully they develop 
uh, and and they get old, you know. And in two or three years, they're playing nineteen-year-olds and able to um, you know put the hurt on them a little bit. Yeah, just respectability as the next rung up the ladder for the golfers uh, right now. Unfortunately, that's going to be a little tougher to attain now in the future after the big recruit uh, Evans from California uh, decided to withdraw from his commitment. Uh, now, tell me how that works. So uh, they said that he requested to be released from his uh, letter of intent with the golfers, and Ben Johnson agreed to do that. Could he have said, no, I'm not going to release you, or would that be totally counterproductive? Yeah, he could have, um, and 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 then what would have had uh, what would have happened is Evans would have had to use his one-time transfer, um, and and you know nobody wants to do that before they ever attend class, right? So in in yeah. essence, it it it, um, it preserved that. And I have no, I have not, uh, I've, I've honestly, I haven't, um, I haven't asked much about that around the coaching staff, so I don't know a lot about it. Um, so this is this is just me talking here and mostly speculating. Um, if I were in the position of head coach and, and this this happened, I would I would I would grant the release as well. I, I don't think there's any doubt yeah. you have to do that. And it sounds like the relationship is still good. But I would also put some stipulations in there. Um, one would be you can't you can't go to a Big Ten school. That's not uncommon in these release situations. Um, and then outside of that, you know, let him go. Um, and and I, I have talked to enough people to believe that this wasn't um, this wasn't a situation where he saw the record and said, "Oh man, I got to get out of that commitment." This he he likes the coaching staff. He really, I think, wants to come to Minnesota. But I think, and I can't blame him. He's nine, eighteen, I guess, probably right, eighteen years old. Um, there are people. Uh, and there are programs now that have just, um, you know, na- name, image, and likeness situations that are um, off the charts. And I think when you're seven foot one and you're a top billing center, um, that all of a sudden that's hard to say no to when people are going to throw. And and I have no idea what's fact or fiction, but it's a significant sum of money that all of a sudden he's going to be a freshman in college to deposit into his bank account. And so I don't blame him. It's legal. It happens now. Um, and quite frankly, the Gophers can't swim in those waters just yet with their name, image, and likeness situation. They do not have the funding. And so, um, you know, it, it's in, in one way, it's hard to blame Ben Johnson. Um, I'm not going to blame the kid for, uh, you know, that's a potential life-changing amount of money. There's no guarantee. Like, I, I, I've even seen people or heard people say, well, you know, if he's that good, he'll just go to the NBA. What's he need the money now for? Well, there are no guarantees. The NBA is a hard league. And for big men right now, a lot of big men aren't making it, right? Kofi Coburn yeah. was, you know, uh, one of the players of the year last year, candidates in the Big Ten. He's playing in Japan right now. You know, he was a seven-foot wow. center and, and playing, you know, in essence, minor league basketball in Japan. So, um, if you have an opportunity, and, and I promise you, he would have been making more money had he stayed, you know, in Champaign through the name, image, and likeness than he is right now in Japan. But uh, point being, I, I don't blame the kid. Uh, it's hard if you're Ben Johnson. On the on the flip side, if you're a head coach at an institution that um, is in a major market that has a lot of corporations, I suppose now part of your job, right, Todd, has to be you got to go out and rustle up some community support and yeah. find some funding. And that's where we're at now, you know, and. And you're and, and now you're competing against your own people within uh, the department, probably who are knocking on the same doors, hoping for corporate donations to pay off things like the athletes' village and you know all those things and and just you know uh, scholarship funding and 
and all of that. And who knows where we're headed? I mean, we, we could talk a whole podcast on where college athletics is headed. There's lawsuits out there now regarding whether student athletes are, are um, employees. And, and in some case, I think down the road, I think it'll be interesting because some school is going to decide at some point that enough's enough. And if you're an employee, then we're not going to give you a scholarship. We're just going to pay you. You can pay for your own schooling. And uh, maybe that's the road we're headed on. But anyway, that, that's a whole other topic for another day. But that's the Dennis Evans info. Um, some speculation on my part. Some of that speculation is based in some semblance of actual knowledge and others is just if this were me as a head coach, this is what I would do. So I think they uh, – I'm, I'm hoping they put some restrictions on it. it it'd be tough to see him come into the Big Ten and – have to play against him, right? So I, I would, I would guess yeah. they're putting a the restriction that he can't go to the Big Ten, but I don't know that. I have no idea. I, I sure would. So I, I thought I saw or heard something that he was headed to Louisville potentially. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's like that? the odds-on. Uh, yeah, I think that's the odds-on favorite, and 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 that would also okay. indicate that that he was not scared off by the Gopher record because the uh, Louisville record is just as bad. Um, uh, but I think what what Louisville can provide is uh, you know is a larger. Um, contract in terms of name, image, and likeness deals, and and that's where 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 it's probably headed. I think Louisville's also working on another kid who's decommitted from a different program. To look, that that's a storied program with lots of money and lots of tradition, and um, you know they they're sitting, I think, at one win in their conference, the ACC, uh, much like Minnesota sitting with one win in its conference. So um, they, you know, I think they're attacking this thing. They could also have a new coach next year. I don't know if the Kenny Payne is their coach. I don't know if he survives this year. Uh, maybe he will. He's a former player from there, um, and uh, we'll see where it all goes. But um, the, the times are changing. There's no question in college athletics. Are these really uh, – I mean, what are they doing, some of them at least, for the name, image, and likeness? I mean, are they really doing commercials? I guess I've seen a little bit of that with college players, but isn't that just kind of a, a, a nicer name than – you know, we're just paying the college athletes now to come to our university. Uh, uh, yeah. I know it's supposed to be name, image, and like this, but are, are we seeing a lot of that? I, I, I know here it is that that is almost everything mm-hmm. of what any gopher athlete is making is, is based on what the traditional, I say traditional, it's obviously recent tradition, but what the purpose, I guess, is a better way to put it, of name, image, and likeness was. And that was, hey, you can go sell T-shirts with your picture on it. You can go sell jerseys with your name on it. You can go to an autograph show and get money for it. Um, that that was the original intent. The idea was, um, you know, you, if, you, if you can go make fifty or $60,000 doing that, great. And that's probably about as much as you're going to make. Or maybe you go cut a deal with a car dealer and, to let you drive a car, you know, this was Ohio State's deal. They had that, and I think that's what the intent was. So the car dealer in Columbus, hey, you, uh, while you're here, you'll always have a, you know, I don't know, Chevy, just, you know, Chevy to drive around. Uh, yeah. You have to come and do some, you know, appearances here and maybe appear on a commercial or whatever. But I do think my speculation would be that there are now it is indeed just kind of a front um, to legalize what has not been legal before, and that is booster money funneling to athletes and and so um the other the other thing that i'm not going to say people uh didn't expect it but i think in terms of the legitimate uh some of the legitimate uh uh name image and likeness things um just through twitter followers and tiktok followers and views on tiktok um there is opportunity there for huge money for some of these 
athletes and 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 actually what i would call in in more niche sports i guess more non-traditional mm-hmm. revenue sports like some of the highest making I'm, I'm talking this is like legit income um are are athletes in non-revenue producing sports which also to the for another sidebar is, is kind of an interesting dynamic like women's basketball from a from a budget standpoint for most schools is not a money-making venture. You know, it's costly to travel everywhere, and uh, ticket sales aren't what they are. TV revenue isn't what it is in some of the other revenue-producing sports. But yet, um, there are some athletes. Uh, Paige Becker is Minnesota's own, who plays at UConn. Yeah, and she signed. She has signed. Uh, you know, a, a bunch of deals. And as part of that deal, um, she does these TikTok videos and different things. And you know, we'll put a Gatorade thing in the in the in the video. And and all of a sudden, then she can actually show um, show results in terms of yeah, I had you know six hundred thousand people saw this video with your with your Gatorade bottle in it, and that is a yeah. value to that, right? Caitlin Clark at Iowa has signed a deal with Nike. She signed a deal with V Foods, which is uh, you know an Iowa-based company, and her three-point shot last week has basically gone viral. She was on the Dan Patrick Show. She's been doing all kinds of stuff. And, and so there's some legitimate, like, yeah, you're going to get some some that market value out of out of those things. Gabe Gable Steveson, the Gopher wrestler, has got over a million followers on TikTok, you know. And when you have that kind of of uh, of mass following, you can generate revenue, and sponsors will pay you for that. So that uh, that part of it, um, you know, those things are legit, and those are. Those are uh, ways that they can they can do it, and those are ways that I think was the intent of it. But some of how they make money, um, you know, I, I don't have a TikTok account. I do have Twitter. I don't have Facebook, um, and so I'm not I'm not all in on on all of that, and I don't fully understand it. My kids, of course, are in on that, and my nep- my niece and nephew, who I see often, um, they're always taking selfies and sending them out on on their deals of TikTok or whatever else. So. Um, that's a thing that, and, and that is a, that is a way they can make money. But, but in terms of like, okay, here's, I'm going to just donate uh, to this collective $5 million and then someone gets to choose like at Ohio state, urban Meyer is no longer their coach. We know that, but you know, he has a full-time job now of overseeing some of their collective money, which I'm sure comes in from boosters and then they can, uh, go, um, you know, determine, okay, this kid's going to make this amount. This kid's going to make this amount. We can, in a recruiting pitch, you're supposed to not be able to tell them directly that you're going to make it. But if they're out recruiting a quarterback, what they can legally do, they can do this is say, well, when CJ Stroud was here, you know, he got $600,000. I'm just throwing a, I'm throwing a fake number. I know it might've been a million. Sure, I don't sure. know. He, he, he yeah. got to drive around a Corvette, you know, whatever a dealer had this deal. So, you know, wink, wink, you're a quarterback recruit coming to Ohio State. Guess what you could do? Um, so, you know, that that's uh, that's the new age thing. And then through those collectives, there are – I mean, they still have to show something, right? They just can't just cash a check. Like, okay, we're going to have you do some autograph shows maybe or we'll sell some shirts or make an appearance at a couple of uh, booster events, um, you know, shake hands, you know, those kind of things. So – it is an absolute changing world, you know, and, and, and then, so this is going to top it all off, right, and people don't care, but I had a high schooler who wanted to do a job shadow with me, right, and you, you may have uh-huh. this too sometimes. People say, hey, yep. I'd love to be a radio announcer, you know, and, and so we can't do sure. a lot. We don't do internships much anymore because the government got yep. involved with those and screwed it up, right, so um, yeah. 
we can't do those. So job shadows are, well, yeah, come hang out. Well, I cannot, by NCAA rules, have a high schooler job shadow me at Williams Arena because that high schooler might be a recruitable athlete, and that would be an impermissible benefit. Now, think about it. Oh, that. my God. Is that the dumbest, is that that, the dumbest that's thing? That's ridiculous. Mean, 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 meanwhile, the basketball team who's actually recruiting guys can let them come into the game for free and sit behind the bench on an unofficial visit. But my – my uh, friend's son, who wants to be a radio broadcaster, who's a junior in high school, can't come and sit with me because he's of high school age and could be a recruitable athlete. And it's a rule. It's an NCAA rule. That's so, uh, you know, it's just crazy, right? Um, yeah. And, uh, uh, in fact, it's a similar thing. Uh, when Tyler, this, is, this goes back a few years, Tyler Johnson was here. His high school newspaper um, asked for a credential for a football game because they wanted to come out and do a story on him. And they couldn't grant the credential because it was a high school age reporter. And that oh, could be God. perceived as an impermissible benefit. So there's so many weird things that go on. And, and I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm truly, I understand there's intent and everything. So I'm truly not trying to bash the NCAA because I do think there's good intent. Everyone says they're the evil, you know, money grubbing thing. And there is certainly some truth to that. But I also do think the people who, who really, try to make these everyday decisions there's reasons for them they're trying to do the best they can but some of these rules on the same side are just like what in the world who, who thought that rule made sense at all right so yeah um and and then all anyway, that and and it, they're making up the rules kind of as they go almost it seems for, like and then for sure with this somehow, for sure with the NIL, twin basketball yeah. players transferred to miami and they get a violation for that to go figure. yeah yeah yeah, that was the first violation handed out because technically, and it's hard to prove, right? I mean, it's it's tampering. You you can't, like I said, the, the rule states you can't promise or commit any kind of a contract or a deal for any of these high school-age kids until they're on your roster. So technically, you can't go into a into a high schooler's living room and say, um, you come here, we'll give you 800000 Like I said, by rule, they're supposed to say, well, the last quarterback or the last you know, tight end made this or whatever, or, um, and, and the same goes, you can't. And so, you know, look, uh, Dennis Evans just didn't decommit. Right. And I'm not even, I'm I'm not, I have no idea how it all went and you you just can't prove it. But I mean, obviously somebody had to get word to him that, Hey, uh, there's schools out there who are going to have a bigger, you know, name, image and likeness. And, and so technically, if that could be proven, you'd, you'd have tampering. And that's what happened with these twins that went to Miami. Um, there was at, while they were still, where, where, where were they before? I forget now, Todd, but um, I, they, I can't recall. The, yep. Yeah. Through, through the investigation, um, enough people admitted what they knew and it was tampering. So I, and I don't even know what the penalties were. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't know what yeah. the, but, but that was the first name image and lightning penalty, but they have, on about four occasions, five occasions, they have updated "quote unquote" guidelines in terms of how you know because it is an ever-changing thing. Um, like I said, the initial intent was, "Hey, go sell some sweatshirts and jerseys and do an autograph show and appear at a restaurant for some food or or whatever." And um, it, it has, in some places, certainly turned into legalized, uh, you know, and it's legal, and so so it's not. You know, it, the, the, even with the guidelines as they are, um, you know, you've got big money coming in, and maybe what some programs had kind of done under the table in the past can now um, almost be laundered legally here to uh, to have it done. Yeah, and not only that, but celebrated because they're bringing in players because they're paying them yeah. a lot more money. Uh, Grimmer, thanks so much. We'll talk again next week.
Sounds good, Todd. I always enjoy it. Thank you. Voice of the Golden Gophers, Mike Grimm on the Todd and Friends podcast. It's brought to you by Heritage Bank, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Watch for future episodes of the Todd and Friends podcast at kwlm.com or on the air here at KWLM, 1340 AM and 96.3 FM.